This episode of Okie Podcast is brought to you by Southwest Trading Company. If you've not been to Southwest Trading Company, please go do that right now or after this podcast. But the location for Southwest Trading Company is 1306 East 11th Street, Tulsa, Oklahoma. Southwest Trading Company has so many items from so many different artists like jewelry, art, blankets, cedar boxes, clothing, collectibles, you name it. They got it. So please go check out the store. Holidays are coming up. So why not shop at Southwest Trading Company? Go like the Facebook page. Follow the Facebook page to keep up with all new events coming out the store and items. And once again, that location is 1306 East 11th Street, Tulsa, Oklahoma. Go check them out and let them know Russ from Okie Podcast sent you. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Okie Podcast. And on this episode, I have two hosts from Maybe It's Spiritual Podcast, Matt and Raph. Hey. What's up, Russell? How's it going? What's going on? I heard something in the other room and it's a TV. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> Uh-oh. It just started. It's already. I know. <laughs> I was like, that's pretty loud. It sounded like a like a groan or something and my wife's in the other room watching tv <laughs> you're like dw i know right DW? here we LPs go here. we haven't even said it yet <laughs> well thanks for coming on guys i appreciate it um i first heard of you on rob's podcast and then i know you had him on yours and great stories great content um you know, I I do another podcast called Unsolved Mysteries of the Reservation. And I know I contacted you guys from uh October, but you know, it just kind of fell through. And but you know, what better way to kind of have winter with some scary stories, you know? If I could just put some crackling fire in here, like sound effect. Yeah, just give like a fireplace background or something. Yeah, yeah, like a little crackling sound, but but yeah, you know, I uh, thank you for coming on, and I'm going to enjoy this episode. Um, where you where are you based out of? Uh, so we are based out of uh, Rockford, Illinois. Okay, it's northern. It's north of Chicago. Yep, almost to Wisconsin. Yeah, we're like right. We're really pretty close to Wisconsin. We're about ninety miles northeast. Wait. West, west, northwest of Chicago. Nice. Yeah. How, how did you? How did you guys and Rob hook up or link up? So Rob contacted me, um, on Instagram, and he said that he he saw us on uh, a, he saw one of our TikToks because mm. we post like little clips from the pot. So we like record and like video record all of our episodes, but we never them anywhere so we just chop them up and use them as tiktoks okay 
And so that's how he found us. And he just like contacted me and was like, Hey, you guys want to do like a crossover? And I was like, heck yeah. Yeah. Shout out to Rob. We got to uh, have another episode with him sometime where, uh, where I'm on there too. <laughs> One big group episode of all of us. That'd be dope. No, but it was, it was really cool. So yeah, he had, he was doing his um, howling moon Thursdays during October. And so then he wanted to um, get us on there. And we did it. Yeah. Great stuff. Um, I, I do remember that now when I listened to that podcast. He said he was just scrolling through TikTok and he's seen you, like a, a, a clip of you guys. So, you know, TikTok, I, it's brought me to several other podcasters too. I'll be scrolling and then I'll just see like people talking into a mic. And it's just like either, you know, they're kind of close or they're local or, you know, I think. Is there another spirit or not spiritual, but another uh paranormal one I found? I can't remember. I can't remember, but I've met like maybe four other podcasters on TikTok. That's awesome. And, yeah. I mean it's a it's cool to like kind of see the uh progress of like video, you know, because like I don't really do I don't do a lot of I don't do video at all for I mean I used to do video for this one, but I don't anymore. I mainly do video for our other one. So I'll I'll shoot it and then I'll edit it and then I'll push it out and do whatever. And I'll even like me and Yahola do our TikTok video or clips or whatever for the uh, reservation mystery one. And but it's a lot of work, man. Like <laughs> it's but, like it yeah, doesn't it sound like much it doesn't sound like a lot, but once you start getting into like everything you have to do in order to push out content and then keep it going and be consistent and stuff. It's like, man, like that's a lot of stuff. I, yeah, I know. I, I do all the, the Instagram stuff and that takes me along. I put a lot of work into it. I think I maybe put too much work into it. Mm. But like, and then Patty and I do the TikTok. and um, no, the TikTok is great for people. The TikTok. How old am I? But like, <laughs> I'm like that TikTok is so good for the youngsters. <laughs> we don't do any like cool dances or anything it's just clips of us but no it's really good for this kind of thing and i feel like it really reaches out you can you can see like when in our like analytics there's like a gigantic spike like when we went on on tiktok we got like like 700 views in a day <laughs> like i got hits on our podcast just for like there's just like like our podcast like just normal again but um we had just recommend i just we had had some guys on from our podcast, uh, our podcast, a couple, couple months ago, and they're ghost hunters from around here, and they started a TikTok, and one of their TikToks just went, just went viral. They, they're at like one point three million Ooh. views, and I was like, I was like, he was like, thank you so much, and I was like, hey, <laughs> you guys are good, but it helps. It really does help. Yeah, um, I remember like I started us a TikTok, and I just never messed with it. I started it back when we started the podcast in March and I, I just really like, I don't know. I'm stubborn sometimes and I just didn't see the point in doing it. And so, but I had to kind of do my research on like the hashtags, you know, like I was using like 20 of them and you're so you're supposed to use three that, that are like pretty much hashtags that are, what you're talking about so it can reach the audience 
so it won't get lost in the algorithm it can hit that specific audience that you want to hit so like i always use like paranormal or like bigfoot or like indigenous tiktok or native tiktok or something and i'll use like three of those and then i remember dang i can't remember what we posted oh the first post i did and i had this tiktok for like maybe three months and i was like maybe i should start posting you know i i just get some clips together and i just i i try it and so i remember it was uh i think it was will hill it was a story he was talking about about a like a shapeshifter or some sort and then i remember it got like thirty thousand views and i was like oh my god you know and then like you post another one it only gets like 100 or 200 yeah, that's that is us to a t <laughs> We had like a we have like one that got like 110. We were just like, we're unstoppable. And then it's just like it's like two, three, two, three, two. And then all of a sudden one will just be like, and it yeah, no rhyme or reason. Like we work our butts off just to make them. And then and we're always like, this is it, this is it, and nothing. But it still draws people in and it's still fun to do. So. Yeah. Do you guys use the uh, YouTube shorts? Mm-mm. No. Start that. What's that? You just put so, all. Put all. It's like, I because like it's like reels and TikTok and, but it's on YouTube, and uh, I believe it says shorts. Like on your app, it says shorts. So it's like minute long clips. And so, basically, what I hear is that people are starting to convert to that on YouTube. People like to watch watch shorts. So that's like another thing I'm trying to get into. I posted one short from our podcast and I think it got like 200 views. I'm like, damn, you know, like put all, I edit, I, I had to edit this down and I had to, you know, color correct it right. And for it to look good on my phone, <laughs> Dang, uh, do I want to do, do it again? <laughs> I've heard they monetize it now though. So like, if you get, if you start getting enough views, like they'll start paying you. Ooh. Oh, and so I mean, we should, we should all be doing it. True, and reels too, man. I got to get into reels, man. Like people talk about, like, oh, you know, like I I do monetization now on Zoom or not Zoom on reels, and I get paid for it and stuff. And man, but I don't know. Sometimes like I just do. I really want to make a reel, or do I just want to make like a short vid, you know, and just post it on the on the Instagram as not a reel. It's just like our video or something, you know, or a yeah. story. Like I like stories, you know, like I like stories on Facebook and YouTube or Facebook and Instagram. Yeah. Stories, stories can be really fun. Yeah. All I, all we do is we just take, um, so we like put it, we put our the videos on TikTok, and then I just take those same videos and put them on reels. And sometimes they like, like, like slay on the reels. And like mm. sometimes, you know, you might get like, nothing on tiktok and then all of a sudden everybody's like this is way more interesting on here so i don't know have you guys heard of this guy on instagram his name is russ horror uh -uh. so i don't know who he is but shout out to russ horror i remember we were talking about uh i did a clip on tiktok and i think it was the uh don't eat in the dark or don't whistle at night it was one of them and i and I posted it on our Instagram for the reel. And he follows us. Like he's got like oh, like 200,000 followers or whatever. And I don't even know who he is or where he's from. But he posts like different like paranormal videos on his account. 
and he to took him. and he took our video and he posted it and that thing got like he he tagged us and everything like and i watched it go from like one view in like 10 minutes one view to like ninety thousand views oh man like 10 minute range Jeez. and then it ended with like i think it's at three hundred thousand. that's awesome they're like and they're like comments like going on about it and stuff and people engaging in it and i was like who's this guy <laughs> Who is you know? yeah well that's just what it is you just got to get it out to like the right people and then mm-hmm. i i love it when they get start going crazy on I guess we haven't had anything too t- controversial. One, a few of them that we've done on TikTok, people are just like the comments are just like, oh, him, he did one, you know, him on it, <laughs> like one of his dreams he had, and they were just like going crazy. <laughs> yeah, people were like, there's so many comments on that were one. Like, we're praying for your soul and stuff. Like yeah. that. <laughs> we're praying for you. Jeez. Like, I'm like, listen to the whole episode, guys. This is out of context, man. So. <laughs> What made you guys want to start this podcast? Well, so it started. It started as a joke for me, kind of. Uh, I was during quarantine. I thought I had said this on on um, on Rob's, but I. Well, we were in quarantine um, during 2020. We were living in this cabin up in the Northwoods for like two months. And I was just kind of walking around like praying and just trying to come up with stuff. And um, on the way home, um, we we were driving home with my wa- my wife and my daughter. And like, we were just like joking around. We were talking about, because I've always listened to like paranormal podcasts. Matt and I have been sharing paranormal podcasts because we used to work together and we would always share stuff because um, his brother had like a Hatman experience. And then like, I don't know if I knew that first. I think I'd known that like, like that story vaguely. And then like, we were, I was like, I was like, man, that thing your brother saw, it was like in this other podcast. And then we found out it was like a whole big thing. So that kind of like started the journey. But like we were driving home and I was like, man, I want to start my own. And my wife and daughter were like, you should just do it. Just do it. And I was like, I don't know what we call it. And my brother-in-law is like a huge skeptic. And he he's always, anytime I bring up anything spiritual, he goes, I don't know, ref, maybe it's spiritual. <laughs> and so my wife was like, you should call it maybe it's spiritual. And so... I was like, all right. So I, I'd kind of like prayed about it and I was like, all right, what should I do? And like my friend Aaron came to mind and I talked to him and then he was like, Hey, I got all the equipment. <laughs> and I was like, Oh, and then I talked to his brother, Mike. Um, it's like our first episode and he was like, yeah, I'll do it. And then we all, it just started from there. That's how it started. Do you have anything, you anything to add to that, Matt? Yeah, I mean, just it was kind of interesting how we just got got into the paranormal because like we weren't really into it, and then you started listening to some podcasts and you're like, you talked about the Hat Man, and I was like, oh man, my brother experienced that, and I just googled like uh, spirit with hat and long coat, and and it was like Hat Man, Hat Man, Hat Man. Apparently, it's called hat, the Hat Man, mm-hmm. um, and uh, so we just. From then, man, that's like pretty much all we listened to. Yeah, I I branched off. So I I listened to like so like because I had a job, we worked together, and he was like in the office, and I drove around doing like um like jobs. I, we worked for a lighting company. I was like the job site supervisor. I had like all this time in the car, so I was just like listening to everything I could possibly listen. To. And I'd send him be like, dude, check this one out, check this one out, check this one, out. and it just kind of like went from there. 
and I work in an office, so I have like tons of time to listen to stuff too yeah. while I'm working. So, <laughs> so <laughs> that's that's how it was. I think it was born way before we came. I came up with that idea, or my wife came up with that idea. So I mean, like we we were ready because <laughs> we knew so much, like had so much like paranormal knowledge. That's awesome, man. That's good to hear. You know, I like when people they just they ha- they have this thought right and they just go ahead and do it like like it just kind of falls into your laps as you you know you said you prayed about it you talked to your buddy he had the equipment and everybody just kind of joined in you know and it was and you just kind of started getting into paranormal so you weren't into paranormal like you weren't like really like diving into it before like the quarantine i guess you're talking about no i was oh were you oh yeah i mean i've had a lot of experiences myself and like i talked to matt about them no i was i kind of confused it there because like i was i I meant like when we started working together we weren't into it but then like because we started working together like 10 years ago but then like a couple years into working there we we got into it and then like we were into it for probably like at least six years and then we started the podcast yeah Mm, okay i got you and like my mom was really she's a very strong christian into like a lot of like bible prophecy and like like demonic casting out demons and like we went to these churches and so like i had like a big background in it and like i don't know like i've seen and experienced like a lot of like very strange stuff and we've always talked about it but we it we just kind of always were like you know it'd be nice if we could just like hear other people's stories because like people will tell me their stories all the time especially now that if they know i have this podcast even more so but before like i would just get people telling me their stories all the time and then i was like man it'd be cool if we could just like start a like a platform where people could just come and share like exactly what happened to them we could like talk it through with them you know because like some people are still like really rattled by the things that have happened to them some people are just like yeah i saw some shit when i was young and now i don't care but like mm. some people it like sticks with them and like what we do is give them an opportunity to flesh it out talk about it figure out what they thought it was what you know like what was going on that kind of stuff and just like turn it in take it from being like oh a story you tell at a party or like some fun thing you're talking about when you're drunk you know to like actually kind of working through it like almost like a like a paranormal therapy that was that was the plan mm-hmm. and then and you started this during quarantine you said yeah june of 2020 okay okay yeah well you know i'm glad like it seems like i've talked to a lot of people and they started like either right before that happened or during like the whole quarantine thing you know like i always say like myself you know like during that time that's when i started educating myself on what a podcast is you know because i I just thought it was people talking and then just having conversations or whatever but it's more than that you know it's like it's way more than just like sitting there just talking whatever you know it's like there's it has to be like or it doesn't have to but it's like just you know a dance or whatever you know it has to kind of make sense and go here and go there but i mean you know starting this like was it it was uh, it was like when things started kind of going back in 
to normal. I use qu- quotations when people start getting no. called back for work and stuff. But the new normal. Yeah, the new normal. Yeah, that's when I that's when I started like buying my stuff and then doing it. And God, I was so afraid to do it and everything. But you know, it's it's helped me become more confident in everything I do. And just to meet a lot of cool people and have these conversations and then even start another podcast, you know, and that's why I'm always interested in finding like another paranormal podcast and just hearing like their experiences too. You know, I think you're, you might be the third one. I think I've had, I had, um, dang, a while back. It was a crazy episode, man. And my I was so stupid. I was so stupid, dude. I, I got back from a football game and I was like, Yeah, let's let's talk about this stuff at 1 a.m. And <laughs> I turned oh, I turned out every light in here and I was trying to make it spooky. And this was like this was last Halloween. And it was Fallen Hour, Fallen Hour Radio. They're a podcast too. They're a, um they talk about cryptids and supernatural stuff and and they're like really into it as well. And we started talking about this stuff at 1 a.m. in the dark. And we just had a lot of stuff happen during that whole oh. time. Yeah, it was it got really crazy. So I tell people like that was a crazy time because I, I had to get off of here and I had to like smudge my entire house because I just felt like something was here. And I was yeah. and they were and they were hearing growls on their end from here what yeah and their audio and they're saying like oh it was it was a scary time (laughs) it was was intense sounds like sounds like we're gonna have to flip the script and have you on (laughs) (laughs) i'm down i'm down the the stories they just flow man once you get the stories flowing like people will just start telling you like people like I would do pre when I do guests. So like we do guests and then if we don't have guests in between guests, we'll do like our own topic, like mm-hmm. just stuff we like think is cool or interesting. But like I do pre-interviews when I have a guest and like I kind of like have my notes as to like, you know, what they're going to talk about so that I can like, you know, keep the flow going and all that kind of stuff. But man, mm-hmm. people every time will just be like, oh yeah. And then I forgot about this. And then you're just like, mm-hmm. and then you're just like, what? And like, sometimes they like, wallop you like we've had people like cry and like get really like emotional and like it was like some pretty powerful stuff like when people just start like actually like thinking about this mm-hmm. thinking about their own personal experience and being like wow that really affected me yep i've had that too where you know we'll do an episode or something or we'll just be talking and then you know some of the stuff i've experienced like growing up I won't think I have thought about it for years, you know, and then we started doing this podcast and it just had my mind thinking like back then. And I was like, Oh yeah, you know, this happened and that happened. And and I forgot to say this and that story. So I understand like, you know, everybody's like, cause it's just like, I don't know. You don't really like, it's like an experience. It is an experience, but it's like, you know, it's just probably a scary experience and you just want to forget it. But then like you're probably comfortable enough to talk about it and then you know you start remembering like oh yeah you know i heard this knock on a window or oh yeah this voice you know it talked to me and man, i don't know well you know whatever people say you know yeah dude i've had all those things <laughs> i've had two experiences <laughs> where uh because we do the podcast at aaron's house usually this is my house but mm-hmm. um 
we usually do it at Aaron's house. And there, one time we were doing an episode on the the Men in Black, not the Will Smith Men in Black, but <laughs> you know, like the the real Men in Black. Do you know anything about that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think we kind of talked about it because I had Yehola on, and we kind of mentioned Men in Black. Yeah, we were doing this episode, and my wife texts me, and she's like, "Are you home?" And I'm like, "No, I'm at the podcast." She's like, "Me and uh, Leah, who's my oldest daughter, just heard the door shut, like really hard." And I went out there, and nobody was there. So I went back into her room, and then the cabinets opened and shut in the kitchen. And like both of them heard it. And I'm like, I gotta go, guys. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta go home. <laughs> it's always the random, the random episodes that this stuff happened. Like, like we've had some guests on that were like some like pretty heavy hitters. Um, we had one guy who's like a like a Luciferian who like does like chaos magic and just like real oh. like um, he's like the nicest, brightest dude you've ever met. But like some of the stuff he's talking about, I was like pretty heavy. And like, we're all worried about that one. And then it's like you start talking about like men in black and like weird stuff starts happening. So you just like never really know like when it's gonna gonna take take on. <laughs> it is always you. <laughs> it is always you. I don't know. It doesn't. I don't know. It's only happened twice, but it's freaky. Yeah, it did happen twice. Man, During that episode and the uh, the black eyed children one, all oh, the black eyed children, that's the black eyed children, that's what it was that was another that was another time, yeah. So it does get kind of weird. I mean, I've had a few weird things happen because of this too, but I, I don't know too much about the uh black eyed children, but we want we want to do an episode about that on the reservation one. I, I still have not looked into that, but I hear like, where's that? Is that uh. Where's that at? Like, where does um, it kind of originate from, I guess? It originated from... Oh, man, I got to remember. It originated from a story this guy told from, like, the 90s that he was, like... Like, Mortal Kombat 1 was, like, in the theaters, if that, like, gives you some context. Mm-hmm. And that, like, he was, like, going to go see this movie and, like, these kids came to his door, or to the car door, and were, like, trying to, like, ask him for, like, a ride and... But he said that they just seemed really off and like, like late at night. It was like too. late at night. Like it was like the last showing of like this movie. And like he was just like, I don't understand why these two like you little kids are out. And like like it got kind of aggressive. They got kind of like aggressive and were like trying to like like wanted him to let them in the car. And then when they got up closer, you notice that like they just had like pure black eyes. And like he just like like peeled off or something like that. And then like it became like like a story that he wrote. But then like it got was it like a kind of radio or something like that? It was like a radio show. Yeah. Something, it came out like on a radio show and then other people started writing and be like, yeah, I saw those things too. I've seen those things. And it kind of like goes way back. And a lot of people think it's just like an urban legend, but like, there's a lot of stories. There's a lot of stories. Isn't it like when they, uh, when people see them, like they have like, a it's like, like a bad omen, like pe- something bad happens. Like there's people yeah. that like got in a really bad car crash and their wife died or something. Like if they saw them like that yeah. happened after yeah after yeah i forgot yeah i forgot about that yeah that was a, it's a creepy it's a creepy one whoa i have to look into that because i heard like a little bit about it and we kind of mentioned it i think in one episode that we did but 
I just didn't know too much about it. So I always have to like kind of look more into what we're talking about because we did a four missing four one one episode. I never oh, yeah. heard of that man, that, David Politis. Yeah, yeah. Yahola brought that to our attention, and I was just kind of like, "What is that?" You know. And I had in I watched the, that documentary on Hulu, and I was reading some stories and just hearing like the stories they were talking about on there. Man, it's like just disappearing out of nowhere in these parks, and and we kind of like uh, one of our hosts, Chris Hill. He kind of summed it up to like he thinks it's uh, LPs doing that. You know, because a lot of these uh Does they lure kids away. Some do, but it like the like it's just like the things that happen with like bad weather will happen and these people are like known like there was one that was like a hunter, like he was like a known hunter and he had a gun on him and everything and just ended up missing. But I think Yehola, and then Yehola was talking about maybe portals too, um, that were talked about. That's what I was thinking. And I was yeah. kind of like, I'm kind of like in the middle because it could be, you know, these bad LPs that we talk about and everything, uh, the ones that just kind of lure you off and you just never, you never seen again. And then, um, but it could be portals too, you know, like I, for me, like portals is like you kind of just step into like this other dimension or realm out of nowhere and you're just never really seen again. And you, you think LPs use, use portals? Uh, I've heard they do. I think Yahola was me and Yahola were talking about that too. Like they're these uh, dimensional beings that they could be these dimensional beings. Um, But I just remember growing up around where I lived, I was just told not to kind of, mess with them if i see them uh just kind of you know keep my distance or or something you know because that's what my grandma would say and i would yeah i would just never like look for them or anything like that you know like i wouldn't go out because i mean i've heard like where they might be at in pawnee but i just never i would never like go out there go out to where people say they're at i would just like leave them alone but my grandma would always say like you know if you ever happen to see one don't mess don't follow it don't mess with it just kind of go your separate ways and so good advice from your grandma yeah and but i never like seen one um i i know in like high school and stuff we would ghost hunt i've had more paranormal stuff happen but that's mainly it even when I was in college, I had a few per, uh, paranormal experiences too. So, but but yeah, the four one one though might be might be portals too. They say Bigfoot can do that. Like Southern yeah. Oklahoma, they say like he he travels through the trees. He can he can open up these trees and travel through them and stuff. So I don't I mean, know, like major things. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's it's interesting. It's interesting to hear everybody's stories and kind of just you know read them and because we get a lot of stories about a lot of different things and it's interesting people's experience, their own experiences and everything and elders you know telling us their stories too. So you know I I believe in these beings and I I yeah. I know they're real too. So wait, so I have a weird, I have a question for you. I just like this came to me. 
So like, do you think that with like the portals? Cause like we always end up, I think we find that we, we, we kind of land on portals a lot, but like, mm-hmm. do you think that these beings, do you think they have like territories? Are they like regional? Because like you guys have like, like both you and, and Robin have mentioned, you know, like the LP and the DW and like the whole for different things like that where like it seems regional to your area, but then you've got other, I mean, you got Bigfoot out in there too, but you know what I mean? Like, do you think mm-hmm. these beings, like different things appear to different yeah, people? Like Skinwalker, you got like dog men seem to be like all over Texas. Uh, uh, we'll see like with Rob, when he told me about the hoofer or the Hcher, I'll say, oh. uh, <laughs> I never heard of that. I never heard of, I never heard it was either. and um and we, we were talking online one time and he was because i was talking about uh dw and and i said you ever heard of that you know dw and he said no i'd never heard of that and uh he said around here you know we have the the hoofer and i was like you know what is that because i never even heard of that and he was telling me about what it is and somebody's seen it and and it was just like a freaky like story he told and the the description of it and it was just like i don't know you know and then we talked well like with the portals and stuff i mean it, it kind of has to be i don't know you know because like you don't see them and i know like they probably know way more than the average human like there's they yeah. gotta know like we're talking about these beings and stuff some of them are cursed you know we were talking about it on talking about that on reservation mysteries and we're talking about some of these beings you know like they're cursed here and they have to be the way they look or act or are and so they have to roam this earth like that because they're cursed and yeah and that's what that's that's just yeah oh well i mean it's exciting but but yeah that's that's what you know uh our other host chris is talking about too like, I just wonder, because so, there's so many different things, you know, but it's, they seem to be, like, in certain areas. Because, like, I've heard, um, like, in Wisconsin, Wisconsin's, like, chocked full of, like, all sorts of stuff. At one time, I heard that, they had, like, Wisconsin had just as many, like, uh, UFO sightings as they do out west. But there's, like, UFO stuff up there. I've heard, like, dark elves in the woods. Uh, uh, we had one that was, like, not too far from us that was like a um kind of like a dog man they called it the beast of bray road i mothman we had like a bunch of mothman sightings from like in 2000 around like they got super heavy in 2018 around the chicagoland area some around us Mm -hmm. some around us and like you know it just seems like there's so like there's like well-known ones and then there's like just stuff people see that like they can't actually like a mantis like a giant mantis i've seen heard people talk about that Mm mm-hmm so like you just you just wonder and like and and they're 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 just there and like it seems like they're like physical but then they're gone, like like something opens up and kind of like they're out for like a second, kind of do their thing and then like disappear back. So I don't know. I mean it's uh yeah like uh like that mantis one that's that's crazy uh, I totally believe that too. Um, we have a thing here called. The Oklahoma octopus. Have you guys heard of that? No. No. 
So it's like supposed to be this. I forgot what lake it is, but I think it's Tin Killer. I think I just seen like a, <laughs> I seen a picture of a like what looked like a baby octopus somebody caught in that lake. I don't know if it's fake or not, but it was on this paranormal page and it said we just caught this out of Lake Killer, Lake Tin Killer. I believe was the lake. If I'm if I'm wrong, please forgive me. But it was like this baby octopus thing, and they said they pulled it out of the lake, and it said like the caption was. Does this prove, you know, that Dokoma octopus is real because it's a freshwater octopus? Like, and like the story is like it's like some sort of like mutated octopus, like this giant octopus that lives in a lake, that lake. And it, and I heard one of like this other lake that lived that was nearby Pawnee. I think it was called Boomer Lake. I don't know if they're telling me that just to scare me, but my aunts and uncles will talk about some sort of like tentacled monster that lived in that lake and that if you swam out too far it would grab you and yank you down i don't know if they just told me that to scare me but it always <laughs> freaked me out and i'd never swam there <laughs> <laughs> oh. all this paranormal stuff and like <clears throat> excuse me missing 411 stuff just like makes you not want to go in nature ever true yeah that, no, it does yeah. It does. like because you never know i mean oh man like watching that watching that documentary was crazy because like you just have no like the the fo- the clothes are folded perfectly some of them were and then like people just disappeared out of nowhere and then have you guys seen that documentary on hulu yeah i did with the hunter one i saw like yeah yeah. yeah i think that's it but at the end though they have that um that it looked like a predator type being. Oh yeah, the one that like kind of like uh blends in with the the background. Yeah, and then they're calling like I I looked that on looked that up on YouTube and they call that the uh I think the Glimmer Man I think. Okay. Hmm. Yeah, because some there's videos of that thing. It's like people are like seeing it and right in front of them and they notice it and they start recording it and it's like this almost like that predator camouflage and it's like this tall thing that's right in front of them and it just moves out the way and they're calling it the glimmer man one time so i don't think i've ever told this story on anything but one time my friend and i had like a really weird experience with something like that we were we were like i don't know like 14 13 14 playing outside like we'd always like play outside like really late i mean i I mean we're like old so i don't know if you call it playing outside but like um we're just like messing around outside as teenagers and we um we were like running back and forth on the street and we both saw this thing it it looked like and this sounds really stupid but it looked like tinkerbell almost Mm -hmm. it was probably like like a couple feet high and it was it just sparkled and it just like flew across the street to like it like flew in between us because he was like up towards like like I lived like at the bottom of this hill and he was up farther and I was this way and we both turned and just saw this thing just like sparkle by us and then just disappear. Whoa! No clue what that was. No wheelhouse for that. It literally looked like a fairy, like a giant fairy. Oh what? And like we both saw it. Like we both saw that. And like I don't think I, ever, I haven't told that story in a long time. I don't know if you even told me that. I don't think I ever told you that. Yeah, that's a weird one. Whoa. I've only had a few like real stuff like that. They're just like, what what the hell was that? Yeah. I've heard like 
some fairy stories like that but the ones i hear are like they're tiny you know they're tiny little beings with those uh um wings on their back you know and they they shine brightly and everything but i haven't heard anything like it. it's just people saying they've seen them there's no like bad experiences or anything so far i mean if anybody has any stories let me know but the ones i hear it's like just you know, they've seen them for like a glimpse and they're gone you know like they they sparkle like you're saying so that's the first one i heard that was like would you say two feet or maybe i don't know maybe maybe a foot i don't know a foot. You know, maybe it was just big it was like pretty big but it's it like had like a like it was just like all sparkles but it had the shape of like it had like wings like it almost had like wings like up like this and then went down and it was like kind of like pointed and it was just like we're just like we were both just like what was that you saw that right like there's like two of us i I should find that guy and see if he remembers that story you should that was weird they went into that portal yeah they just like you're just like crossing the street like a like a car (laughs) It's like, yeah. oh, sorry. Spiritual jaywalking. Oh my gosh. That's crazy. Yeah. That's you, a weird one. Where you guys live, you said you had some Mothman stuff going on. Yeah. Like they like said, we're like 90 miles northwest of Chicago, but like right in and around like O'Hare Airport, there was a bunch. Um, there was some, some like McChesney Park, which is like just a little bit a little bit north of rockford and that was farther that was farther back though that was like 2009 like one of the reports was like there's a map if you google Mm -hmm. chicagoland mothman map it Mm -hmm. pops up like a google map there's all these little dots and you can point on it and it tells you like what year it was what what a little bit of what they saw but there's like a whole map about it but um there's like a ton of them around in and around chicago like from like 2016 to 18 or something like that and then like kind of spread over here a little bit but ours were farther apart like somebody saw this like giant winged creature in their backyard in, in our city whoa like a, like a humanoid creature with big wings and they just were like that's mothman it's kind of got lumped in but and there was another one in our area too where like these guys are just driving down the down the road like these like guys that were like 17 18 and like this huge winged creature just like like zoomed like right next to their car and they were going like <clears throat> 50 miles an hour or something and then just like just like took off and i think they saw it land like super far away and it had looked like a big moth <laughs> man so okay here i got another one i got another one for you this one i can't explain and it wasn't something that i i saw like I once in a while I will have like a vision like it's like a it's almost like a daydream like I'm having it while I'm still walking around but I was a, I used to be a FedEx driver and one day I was like like just crossing the road so there's this road called uh Palo Verde not, not that that matters but like it's just a very long straight road and then it tees into like a major um major road called uh Mulford and I was like way down Palo Verde and I was running across the, the street. And all of a sudden I like saw this like shadow above me. Like it was like almost like the sun. And then all of a sudden, like when I have these visions, I'm like not here anymore. I'm like, it looks like I'm wherever I'm at. It looks like that. But it's like it's like a different shade. 
it's almost like I like a spirit world. It's like I'm not here anymore. And I saw and I looked up and as I looked, I saw this like giant winged creature like like flying. It was like blocking out the sun. And it looked it looked like like the like the thing from the Led Zeppelin album, like, you know, like the angel. Mm, yeah. Mm hmm. Like, that's what my mind like made it look like. But it was like solid black and it swooped down at me to the point where I like ducked down and I looked down the street and it just it like flew at like um, car level as fast as it could, like straight down the street, like towards that like T intersection. And I was just like I was like literally like package in hand standing in someone's yard when this happens. And all of a sudden I was like back to normal. And I like was like, that was weird. And so I did like a couple more deliveries and then I drove back down the street to where that T is and there was like a, a huge car accident with like a truck completely like flipped over. Oh, it, it was like, I saw that thing fly. It was like, it was like going to it. Yeah. So I saw that. Uh, what? Okay. So it's like, you know, like we're talking about dimensions, I guess like the, the, the portal, do you think that's where you were? And then because because there's unexplainable things that happen like, you know, wrecks or something, you know, and right. somehow these things happen and you happen to see this, whatever it was, you know, and now all of a sudden like there's a, this huge wreck, I guess, this car flipped over or this truck flipped over. And um, that's interesting. That's very interesting. It makes me think of like you're in their world. Like you're seeing all this stuff happen that they're doing and we can't well, see that. No, that's, that's what it's like. It's like, mm -hmm. um, I don't know, like we're both Christians and I, I've always just called it like the spirit world. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? And it looked like whenever I've had like a vision, like I've only had like a handful of times where I've gotten like sucked into it. And it's like, it'll, it's always during the daytime. It's not like a dream. It's literally like something could just be happening. And all of a sudden I'm not here anymore. Like it looks like I'm here and be like, if I'm look like it'd, it'd be like this room, but it'd be like, like a darker shade, almost like a little bit of a, like, you just know you're not where you're, where, where you are. And like, mm -hmm. I've had it happen to me in dreams, but this happens to that. And it's like, I'm in another world and I, and I see strange things there, like really strange things. Mm -hmm. And that one I couldn't explain. And like, I didn't hear the car accident and it was bad. Like it was to the point where like, this truck was completely flipped over and it was like, I saw that thing flying towards it. Like it, like it almost, and like the street is like this and like the intersections like this. And it was like, the truck was like this, like right, like right where if, if that thing had flown, like it almost like it flew into the car. Whoa. That's, that was the weirdest part. Cause I was just like, uh, okay. So, so it was, I feel like I was like in another, like their side. How old were you when you started having this? I don't know. I feel like I've always been able to see things. But it's like uh, they started getting stronger, like the older I've gotten. Mm -hmm. But they don't happen frequently. They'll just happen random. Like I don't, there's no cause for it. That's how I saw the hat man in one of those as well. Oh, really? That was a weird one. But yeah. Has anybody like watched you be in this kind of sort of trance, I guess? Has anybody seen you like, or are you just by yourself? Well, I mean, like I was like in the middle of a neighborhood just running 
Like I was literally like full, full on running. And like, like I woke up from it, like, like kneeling on the ground, holding this package. Like it happened, <clears throat> like mm-hmm. it happened, like, like wh- whatever I was doing, probably somebody could have, so I was like mm-hmm. in the middle of someone's neighborhood acting a fool. But, um, the time, the other time it happened, it was when my, my son, he's four now, but he was like a baby. He was there. You want me to tell that story? Yeah. I can tell it if you want. If you want. But yeah. Th- that Why not? Um, so I was like, I was like pretty tired. Cause he was like a baby and he probably was like, maybe like one ish, maybe not six months. I don't remember. But like I wasn't getting a ton of sleep, but we like I'd always get up with him. Like I've always like my wife would like get up with him at night and I would get up with him in the morning. And like I got up with him and we were just like in the living room with a blanket out, like playing. And like everything was just like normal. And all of a sudden I like looked over at our back door and like our we have like a, like a bi-level house. So like the top level goes out onto a deck and there's like huge like uh, glass doors. And I was just like all of a sudden I was like in that realm again. And like, he was like, he was like what he, I couldn't see him anymore, but I could see like the whole room I was in, but it was like, I knew he was there. Like, I'm aware of where I, it's like, I'm aware of both planes. Like, I know I'm sitting in my living room, but I know that what I'm seeing is like another version of it. Like, it, like it's like somebody like creates an environment. So I don't, maybe I don't freak out because who knows what it really looks like, you know? Mm-hmm. But like, I see like that tall guy, with the hat and the coat, he just kind of walks up my stairs like this. Sorry, I'm doing hand gestures. You can't see it, but like, um, he like walks up the stairs slowly and he like stood and he like turned and faced me. And then all of a sudden he was like right in front of the glass door. And then like the next second he was like standing in the room with me. And he just like told me, he was like, I need you. I need you to pick your son up and put him in put him in his room in the pack and play. He's like, I have a question for you. I want to ask you a question. And then I just woke up. And that was it. Whoa. But it's not like he said anything because he like was just like a pure black shadow, but very tall. And like I said, mm-hmm. he's kind of like boof, boof, boof. like telepathic. Like, like he just told me I have a, mm-hmm. he's like, I need you. To, he like told me like, I need you to pick him up and set him in the other room because I, I have to ask you a question. And I was just like, look, and then nothing that was it man that's scary when i talk to you you know i've had i've had stuff like that in my dreams i'll have these vivid dreams and um there was one where i dreamed of a a demon pretty much and it told me its name and just it was that was that was like one of the scariest dreams i've ever had i don't know if you guys know too much about demons or whatever but yeah, we do. Fair enough. Fair amount. <laughs> what does Wait, that mean? Do what? What? Do no, what? Go ahead. Do. What was you saying, Matt? I said, "Do you want?" I said, "Do you want me to tell you my my hat man dream I had?" Yeah, tell me. Yeah. All right. So <clears throat> I wasn't like um a Christian at this point. Like I was just. I mean, I was. My dad's a pastor, so I was raised as a Christian, but like I didn't, I hadn't prayed in like years and years. And um, I, I had this dream one night where I am just, I'm, I'm standing in my room and, and these guys are, um, 
bringing my grandfather in into my room to lay him on my bed to measure him for a, a like a coffin like he was gonna die he wasn't dead at that point and all these guys like you know, like pallbearers you know they they like carry the casket they're carrying him up the like, into my room to measure from the casket and in my dream i knew they were all my ancestors that were carrying him mm. i just knew that you know and so they put him down on the bed and i'm standing like observing it like like kind of far away from the bed and just then i hear like a knocking on my window and this figure was like um at my window and i said um and and they just came into my room and one was the was the hat man i found out later he had you know tall black like so black like blacker than black you know mm -hmm. and he had the hat on and the long trench coat and he couldn't speak so i said let him speak through me and so he grabbed me and i felt him enter into my body and i woke up from the dream it was like five in the morning and i was filled like when he grabbed me he like filled me with like like it felt like pure evil like i, I was so filled with fear that like i just prayed for like two hours like I just like I was like praying like you know cover me with the blood of Jesus and and like like I said I was not like you know living a Christian life at all but man yeah we told that on TikTok and everyone said like you shouldn't let him do that and I'm like dude I didn't you know <laughs> I wouldn't do that now <laughs> you know I wouldn't <laughs> say that now <laughs> I was terrifying man it was the scariest thing ever do you know why you said that in your dream uh Maybe, just because uh, i i think just because i i was curious you know what he was gonna say you know but mm -hmm. um what's crazy la later is i i met this this woman who was like a like a prayer counselor that's not really like a, a normal thing that people know about but um i told her about my dream and like we prayed about it and like <clears throat> She told me that God told her that, um, that, um, my grand, well, my grandpa, like he was a strong Christian man, but he was into like, like fortune tellers and like tarot card readers and stuff for a while. And, um, she said that like, um, well, that God said that, like, that when he grabbed me, he was passing on those bad spirits to me. Whoa. and so like i had to like pray those spirits like out of me because you know in the bible it says that like um the sins of the father and the grandfather and the great-grandfather are passed down to you and so like you have to break that ancestral sin by 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 praying that that you know jesus would remove that from you and so i honestly um after that dream, I couldn't sleep more than three hours a night. I would wake up. Um, I was like so stressed out. And after I prayed that those things that my grandpa did would be stopped in Jesus name, I was, I was able to sleep again. Whoa. Now, when you hear about, like, you said you've heard of a lot of these uh, stories from different people is, are they dreams too? Or are they like real life encounters? that they tell you guys 
and you guys can now you can relate too. you know like you've you've had your experiences with it as well yeah i um well i'd say most of the stuff that people have seen it's been like while they were awake i have had people tell me dreams we had this one guy on man this guy had got the most vivid dreams i'd ever heard in my life but his his experiences were just all dreams you should tell mike's story because that happened in real life tell that like really briefly mike's hat man story yeah yeah or do you want me to tell it you you can tell it you probably could tell it better than i can all right sorry i feel like i'm talking a lot um it's a podcast we have to talk so we just moved into our house our house is thoroughly haunted even though my dad doesn't want to believe it and um the night we moved into our house um my brother i was 14 so that means my brother was six and he was laying in his bed and like his his bedroom was like right at the top of the stairs and it was late at night and he hears footsteps coming up the stairs and he 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 saw this thing like glide like and look and it turned around and it was higher than the door the doorway right and the doorway is what like seven feet yeah it was higher than that it was tall thin had a top like a top hat and a trench coat and it looked at him and he said that when it looked at him he was filled with like more fear than ever has like gripped um him ever in his life and then it like just like flew off down the hall and went into my parents room so like and i never believed him i didn't believe in any of this stuff for a long time but i was talking to my okay this is a really weird connection it's a sidebar but don't worry it'll, it'll match up um <laughs> i started dating this girl for a long time and she actually used to live in the house that my parents live in that i that i lived in she lived in there before me and so I was talking to her and I was like, we had just watched the exorcist and we were like all freaked out from the exorcist. And so we started talking about all these like demon stories and stuff. And, um, and I'm like, Oh, you got to hear the story. So I was telling her that story. I just told you about my brother. And right before I told her what it looked like, she goes, let me guess really tall black brimmed hat and long black trench coat. And I'm like, what? And she's, I'm like, how do you know that? And she's like, I've seen him too in that house. Whoa. So yeah, a lot of the stories are like, like that, just like straight up stuff that they saw. Like a lot of it is like as kids in the night, there's some people that it's just kind of continued on with. Um, We had this one guy, he was like the third episode. He actually like, sorry, we're like all hat man, but like he, he was um he'd gone through this like really bad divorce and he was staying with another girlfriend i think and she was like into some really freaky stuff and he said that one night he woke up and like he didn't he didn't tell me the story the first time and that he said that like at the table was this guy he said that, like a guy sitting at this table smoking a cigarette like he could see like the red of his cigarette and he had like a tall he was tall with the with the coat and the hat like looking at him he said he was just staring at him and like he said he woke up he woke up at like 3 a.m to see that like he just like got that feeling that someone was in there and he saw it standing right there and like that guy like as a kid he had experienced also like um they lived in this house 
like it was like a rental house and they had this like uh back porch that was a uh like they kept a lot of boxes and stuff in it like like it was like the guy who was renting the house to them was like oh you know like there's one room you guys can't use it's like this old porch that we just keep stuff on you know like no one ever uses it but like this guy like swore as a kid that he would go in there and like talk to this like old man and he said but it wasn't like full of boxes anymore it was like this like nice porch and it was like nice outside and he would talk to this like old man like all the time he like uh, and his family was just like okay chris that that didn't happen you know like that it's full of boxes and like somehow like later on he found out that like the guy the reason that they were like renting that house was because the guy who lived there had died and that all his stuff was in that room but he talked to this guy like all the time like it wasn't a dream it was like real life talking Mm -hmm. so stuff like that so most of it's just stuff they've experienced like actually physically saw or like stuff moving around and, and it's always different it's always different a lot of people have had hat man experiences, but a lot of them have just seen like, like old, like, like older people or like young kids or like, um, like weird, like entity things that they can't explain. And a lot of it has to do with like sleeping and at night or like they had like a house that was like super active or like the, like a lot of people think it was like their old relatives or like somebody who was like passed on. Wow, I've I haven't had any experiences with the uh, Hop Hat Man. I know we did. We, we kind of talked about it in our episode before. I forgot what episode that was, but we kind of mentioned it about some things about a Top Hat Man. But I think somebody even had a story about it. But I I never like had any like personal experiences like in real life or in a dream. I've never. I don't want to. You know, I wouldn't so, recommend. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, it sounds the way you guys explain it. You know, like just um, you know, waking up or something and coming out of a trance of, you know, the way it moves and telepathically speaking to you and you know, Matt, you woke up and you just felt, you know, would you say hate and um, oh, you felt man. all these, you felt all these different emotions that you know you probably never felt right i felt like i was gonna die like that's the feeling i'm like i'm gonna die Mm -hmm. like that's the feeling i had because i let that thing like touch me (laughs) damn (laughs) i feel like my weird vision of him was different because i wasn't scared and it's because well i know that i'm protected but like matt the reason i saw him i know why i saw him Cause one time, yeah, Matt's rolling his eyes right now. One time we were like, we had been talking about this stuff for like a long time. And uh, and he was just like, he's like, man, I hope I never see that thing. He's like, <laughs> he's like, we, what were we doing that we, I don't even remember what we were doing. We were talking about like just creepy stuff. And he was just like, I was like, yeah, I've never seen that hat man. And you're like, you're like, yeah, I hope I never see one either. He's like, I, what did you say? Just say it. You're never going to let me live this down. Never, you? ever. <clears throat> I said, I was praying that. That if God let him let him see, let either one of us see the hat man, that it would be Raph and not me. <laughs> He's like, Raph can handle it. I can't. Raph doesn't Raph doesn't get freaked out by stuff very often. I I do. Well, kinda. I, just, like, I do sometimes. 
if I've been praying a lot and I feel like I'm full of God, like God's spirit, then I feel like I'm good. But if I, if it catches me off guard, I think everybody's scared if they're caught off guard, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of tough to kind of keep your composure. I try to, we, we've done some like investigations and everything and, um, We've had some experiences with, uh, I think we did an investigation in July, no, September, at Yehola's uh, work, and that place was so active, and but I, there we had this app, like we had this app on the on the phone, and it was like a tracker of some sort, and it would, I don't know if these are like accurate or not, but this thing was like talking through the the app, like it was oh, like yeah, typing, ghost, ghost box app or something. Yeah, and it was like typing spirit box. through the spirit box. Yeah, and it was like typing through the app, and it was saying its name. There was one in particular that said its name, and we looked it up, and it pretty much meant destruction. And and like it said, like you know, I'm kind of like the one around here that you know you don't want to be around and mess with. And yes. when it said that, I was like, oh god, you know, I was like. I got kind of, I got kind of freaked out, but I was kind of trying to keep my composure, you know, because it was getting dark and, and we already went to this other room and we had some bad feelings in there and there were shadows moving in there and I had my camera on, but you know, my camera couldn't catch it, but we were seeing these shadows move at the corner of our eyes and, and we were speaking to them and, and when we would talk to them, we would hear like these creaks and the uh, walls or like little knocks or like and we went to gym too and that place had a lot of uh activity you know we were we sat down and we just kind of were talking with this other app it was that that app was a spirit box we're using too and we actually talked to them and they would you know speak to us in that and then once we did that and we focused there were like it was like somebody's walking on the roof like like giant footsteps were on the roof and I didn't have like a bad feeling there like I did at the other part of the building where that thing said what it was. But we were asking it like, you know, is this a safer place than the other place? And they're like, yeah, you know, and I think we asked if like if they do battle of some sort or something like that. And they said like, (laughs) you know, like they're fighting amongst themselves too. So like they have territories in there. Yeah, something like that, you know, and there's a lot of different things around that area, too, because it's a older type of, like, Indian land and stuff, and a lot of history goes into that, and so, but I think Yolo was talking about, in one of those rooms, it's like a community center, but um, there's, like, a kid place in there, oh. and they talk about, like, this burnt man they see, I think it was, like, a burnt man that, like, these kids see in that room and but they i forgot what they called it i have to ask him but man he was telling (laughs) us that no it's like this like like he's like burned alive or something and they see this like entity and it doesn't say anything i don't think i have to ask him again but when he told us that i was like oh man that sounds fucking scary that was yehovah heard that yeah, that was because he works there. He's like the director there, and also oh, this place isn't like abandoned. It's like fully no, like it's oh it's, gosh. Yeah, it's like it's a really nice facility. It looks brand new. 
um people go there to work out and um there's like a um i guess like your kids can kind of you can bring your kid and they can um while you work out or whatever your kid can um mingle with you know other kids their age like child care kind of yeah child care yeah i couldn't think of the word but yeah <laughs> i didn't want to say drop them off but but yeah like child care and then you know they'll watch them but yeah um facilities what? like pretty much brand new and all kind of stuff happens there like lockers will be open when they get there they'll close them all when they leave and when they come in the morning they'll all be open or like just random stuff will happen and nobody wants to be there alone and lock up when it's time to leave it's time. <laughs> what was um what was the name of the thing what 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 that told do you remember what its name was oh the one that told us it's destruction yeah oh yeah i remember it he doesn't want to say it maybe you could like text it to uh, i'll text it to you guys i'll text it to you right now but don't say it i yeah, won't say it. i because i I had I had an experience with something like that one time. I'll tell you the other one from my dream too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was gonna ask you about that. Yeah, I'll I'll text you the names of them. But here, this is the one from um that facility. Oh, the one from my dream is. Uh, let me see. I believe that's how you spell it. Oh my goodness! Yeah. Yeah, that's creepy. Yikes. Now give me chills when I read those names. <laughs> Jeez. Did you ever look into that name? Uh the one for my dream? Yeah. Or yeah. Um, we looked into both of I looked into both of them and I was like, that's that's a real one too. But when I had that dream, man, it was like it was really weird because I was kind of just getting into spirituality and everything. And I was going through a lot of stuff and I was trying to figure out who I was and I was just trying to turn to like, you know, faith and stuff and just trying to become a better person. And I remember like this dream just kind of happened randomly, but it was yeah. like, I was in this room, like I, I walked in this room and there was this like lady laying on the bed and she had like this old, old style, like type of white gown on. And then she was like tied up to the bed and they were like, the room was lit with candles and these people were like surrounding her around the bed and they were like, they had their hands like, like, like this. And then I think they were praying for her and that lady was like screaming. And then there was like this radio next, next to her. And it was like these moans and groans and like, just like these horrible sounds coming from this. Like it wasn't, a, it was like an old type of radio thing. And I walked in there and everybody like had their eyes on her and there were like two people at the door when I walked in and I like walked around and I went to that bed and that lady was like screaming and I was like, you know, should I, what is this? You know, I didn't understand. And I was just like, maybe I should help her, you know, because, but those people weren't like torturing her. They weren't like doing anything bad, but I just, I didn't, I didn't know what to do. And then like, when I was about to like say something like, her limbs like she was tied up and her limbs like something like I don't like a spider leg or something came out of her arm like each limb like her arms and legs and they grew out and they just started smashing these people in the room and she started killing them and like her oh, body man. like contorted into almost like a spider and her neck like 
turned upside down like she twisted her neck upside down to where she could see you know like because you're upside down like walking upside yeah. down it's her neck like she twisted her neck down to where she could see and i was like and it was so loud in there like she was just like just causing destruction and killing people and you could hear screaming and everything and man i ran out and it was like when i ran out of that room it was like a giant hallway and this always happens in my dream like reoccurring like scary dreams it's always like a long hallway with different doors and so i just ran down one and then i went to some random door and i i went in there and i shut the door and there was a bathroom and uh I just I just sat in a tub and I like closed the curtain and I was just like I didn't know what to do. I was just like freaked out in my dream and I was like, please don't come in here, you know, please, please, you know. And I could just hear like her like demolishing these people and killing them and and then like the way she walked, man, you could hear it like doo, doo, doo. oh and she was like and she started screaming like this loud scream, man. And um it, it was like a long dream and I could just hear doo, doo. and then all of a sudden it was like she was walking like away from where I was because her footsteps were getting like so faint and then all of a sudden like it was like a jump scare she just showed up out of nowhere oh. and crashed through where I was and her head like came down to where I was in a tub and it was like face to face looking me straight in my face and she said her name and that's the name i sent you oh my and it god said, wow. it said i'm this name and then i woke up and i was like i had i was like sweaty and i didn't know what to think man i was just like freaked out because like i was like what the fuck you know and yeah and uh Good lord and i had this buddy i did uh i did mma at that time and crossfit and this guy was like really religious and so i I thought about it for maybe a couple of days and I just could not forget it. Like it was just, I still, I still remember the dream. I just told you, I cannot forget that dream. And I remember messaging him and I was like, Hey man, I said, uh, you know, I know like you're real religious and everything. Cause I didn't know too much about demons and stuff. And, and I was like, have you ever heard this name before? And I told him that name and, uh, I, I was spelling it wrong. And he had to look it up and he found it. And he said, yeah, man, that's a, that's an ancient like demon. Like that's a really bad one. He's like, how do you know about that name? And I was like, I dreamed it. This thing told me its name. And he just said like, man, he said, you better, better change your ways or something, you know, like, oh, but man. I was trying to, I was trying to do right at that time. Like I was trying to live right and stuff. And, and then he said, well, maybe, you know, maybe it's trying to, like, bring you back to, like, um, maybe you just felt, like, some type of way about yourself and your mind or something. And, you know, these things, like, to try to bring you back down to that yeah. type of thinking. You know, maybe it's, maybe that's the one that, you know, holds you into that position. And I was just like, oh, it freaked me out even more. And I was just like, man, you know, and. And I think he prayed for me, you know, he prayed for me too. And cause I was just freaked out that whole like month. And I just like would, I didn't want to sleep because I didn't want to dream about it again. And oh, man. it just made me feel like very like vulnerable, you know? And, but eventually, you know, time went on and it's just a, a dream that I still remember. And I tell it's like, it's probably one of the most scariest dreams I've ever had. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, just hearing all the, ruckus and 
you know, I still remember it from God. That was like twelve, like ten years ago. I still remember it. That's a terrifying. Dream. That's that is that is a horrible dream. Yeah. Well, like I, I like I think a lot of people when they have dreams like that, because I know like I've had like dreams and I've had bad dreams, and I I think that sometimes you can, like I've had demonic dreams too, where like my wife has them a lot. My wife's bipolar, and so like she's kind of like has has she used to have way worse experiences but like i think that like people can like can slip into like that other side you know i just call it the spiritual realm like i feel like in your dreams like you can kind of go deeper than a normal nightmare and go deeper and like you're in like their dimension Hmm. you know for like a like a small amount of time and i think that that's probably what happened to you and i feel like a lot of times when that stuff happens like I think personally, I think God allows you to see that stuff because he is wanting you to like, like be aware of it, that this stuff's around you and it's like trying to get to you, you know, because a lot of times when like in stories I've heard of like possessions, like, like serious ones, it's like something like is like trying to wear you down or get you used to it or get, you know, like when people are like, cause I've had people tell me, oh, well, I, you know, like we, we have this like ghost in the house or this like blah, blah, blah. And like, we just kind of like, we made peace with it. And I'm like, that's the worst thing you can do. Like those things do not belong in your house. They need to get out. You know, mm-hmm. that stuff needs to get out. And like, I think that you're showing those things to like bring attention to that. There's a problem. That's personally my own belief with it. Mm-hmm. Cause I mean, yeah. I, I've definitely had nightmares like that. Like your, yours like reminded me of like a really weird dream I had not too long ago with just that hallway with that hallway with all the doors and stuff. And I'm just like, man, I had a dream, like, a creepy dream like that. Not anything like that. Nothing on that scale. <laughs> That's that tops the cake of horrible nightmares. <laughs> That's why my scary dreams are like it's always a hallway and yeah. it's these random doors. And it's like I could see like third person view sometimes. Yeah. And it's almost sp- like a movie set. Like yep. I could see the top of me where I'm running. And I don't know. It's really weird. It's it's weird in my dreams, man. And like I'll see like this. Like there's like I moved into Mexico and I had I kept having dreams of aliens and my I never thought about aliens, you know, living around here. I did when I was a kid, but, you know, growing up, it was more of like paranormal ghosts and stuff. But yeah, when I moved into Mexico, I started having dreams about aliens and the dreams I would have were they were chasing me through this hallway, you know, and and the first time, you know, I figured out. I could punch him, you know, and I'd punch him and it'd be like the insta kill from Call of Duty where they just <laughs> they blow up, you know, they'd blow up and I'd have the same dream again and then I would punch him and I would break my hand. And almost like they were like studying me. And so my friend, he said, uh, he's from there and he said, Man, he said, I told him those dreams and he said, Dang, they're probably abducting you like while you're asleep. He's like, because around here you know, it's probably like you're new here. You're not from here, you know, and this isn't like where you're normally from. He's like, they're probably abducting you. And that's why you're having these dreams about them. Trying said, to abduct you. I said, man, <laughs> you know, that freaked me out too. I was like, oh man, you know, like now I got to worry about that. But you're like, thanks friend for that. Beautiful thought. <laughs> that's you're like, that's way worse than I thought. Thank you. <laughs> but at least you were kicking their asses. You know, they were yeah. abducting you. You're like, fighting, you're fighting back. <laughs> 
that's that's one thing that like for me that's i've been trying like my i don't know like my ultimate goal is to figure out because like most of my experience the figure out what what the where that like sweet spot is between like what we can just you know like like a creepy experience you have and like a noise or like a shadow or like something weird between that and like the actual physical thing you know what i mean i'm like because to me growing up i like talk of demons and spiritual warfare was like normal in my house like mm-hmm. all the time i'd always hear my mom just like talking to her friends about like this demon and that demon and casting it out and praying and anointing it with oil and all this like you know like just grew up with that so it was like super normal to me but then i hear people's experiences where they've like physically saw something or physically had something attack them or like and i just wonder like how to me i just always thought it was like a spiritual realm and there was no like crossover but you have people who have it and i'm just like how does that happen like that's my goal in life i think is to figure out how that happens maybe i shouldn't know but like you know what i mean like that's where i'm like where like kind of like my 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 curiosity goes because i'm just like how does this go from being like a spirit to something with a body mm-hmm. our closest answer right now is portals i think portals yeah i mean or neph- nephilim nephilim is always my answer <laughs> portals man i mean when i think of portals too it's like another like you can jump somewhere else not on the earth but you can jump mm-hmm. like into another type of universe like but i mean doing this podcast you know it's like it makes me think even more like possibilities of a lot of stuff that people don't really even think about or right don't even just sit down and like you know, try to dissect it. Like, um, we were talking about like demon, like spiritual warfare and stuff like that. We talk about, uh, I brought up one time where I seen this video on TikTok and this guy was doing like a, some sort of seance or something. And he was trying to bring this demon into our world. Yeah. He succeeded, you know, and, and I was telling, I was telling Chris about it and Yahola and Tyler. And, you know, I was talking about this video and this thing was just like, the shadow thing, you know, was showing up on his video because he did that and he got scared and he didn't finish out whatever he was doing. And, you know, Chris was talking about how, you know, people, they do this stuff, you know, and they think it's going to be fun. And then they end up doing something like this. And now, you know, this thing's going to be roaming around because they didn't, they started it and they didn't finish it. They didn't close it, you know, and that too, you know, that made me like, Oh man, you know, that's why we have all this like stuff going on because Let's, people do this stuff on for likes and whatever, and they don't right. close it. They don't close the stuff up. Well, there was, um, if you could ever find it, this is probably like one of the most, have you ever heard of like coast to coast? Yeah. AM, you yeah. know, yeah. so, um, there is an, there's an interview with this guy named Malachi Martin. And Malachi Martin was like an exorcist during World War II. And they had him on, Rob Bell had him on. And it's like, it's like three or four different interviews. And they're all like three hours long. They're super long. Like you have to commit. 
but like Malachi Martin talked about like our world and there being like a veil between our world and the other world. And he said that like, it, it continues to thin, it continues to thin. And like that, like, you know, we do stuff or things just happen. Like he's just like, as time goes on, this veil thins and like, he, like he eventually, like he got killed some, like he died some random way, like some super random way, but he like, um, he, he talked about that veil and like, like I remember being like a kid and like being like, you know, thinking about that. Like I remember driving with my, one of my youth leaders and we were talking about like, all cause like it was kind of like a joke that like, I always had random, like weird stuff happen to me. And so I remember talking to this guy and I was like, yeah, I was like, man, I just, I, I like had like a vision of this. And this was like way before I even heard this interview. And I was like, I just feel like there's like a veil like between our world and the next like the spirit world. And I feel like it gets continuously thinner all the time. And I like said that to him. I remember saying that to him. And like, then I hear that guy, this, you know, old, you know, exorcist talking about that. And like, he, this is this interview is from like the nineties. And he's like talking about like people like in the media and like people like performing spells and like being more interested in that kind of stuff and constantly trying to like pull that stuff through and he said, like, like it's going to get worse and worse. And like, he like said all this stuff. And like, I've seen all that stuff happen, you know, through movies, mm-hmm. through the media, mm-hmm. like that movie Hereditary. That movie Hereditary is bad, 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 bad. Because the, the spell that they're doing in that, have you seen that movie? I have not seen it yet. I have not seen it and I won't see it because I was reading like an interview about it because like other people talk about it and it's like super scary. But like the like, the ritual or whatever they're doing in that to like summon this demon is like real. It's like from a book called the lesser key of Solomon, which is like a spell book, mm-hmm. like a really, really old spell book. And um, they like perform it like in the, sh- in the movie, like that's what they're performing. They're just doing that. And we're just watching it thinking it's entertainment, but it's like from like a book that's like, you know, st- stuff like Alistair Crowley was like trying to do. Yeah. We did a, um, for our Halloween episode, we talked about cursed movies. And even before that, too, we talked about some movies here and there. But on this one, you know, we talk about the same thing, you know, like spells that are being told and these things are being talked about and they're real, yeah. you know, and it brings them to life. And mm-hmm. there was one movie Tyler brought up. I can't remember what it was, but they use like it wasn't hereditary it was an older one, but they use like these legit spells in there. Yeah, and he was talking about that, and something happened to the cast or something, but that's what cursed it too. But, but yeah, I mean, just that too. I mean, I'm glad you brought that up because you know that that stuff is it's right in front of us, you know. And people are like, yeah, you know, it's it's just it's just a movie. It's like, yeah, no, but they're using like real these real like spells, and yeah. I don't know. It's just it's crazy to think about. What what podcast did you do that one on? On the uh, unsolved mysteries of the reservation. Okay. It, was our ha- it was our Halloween episode, and uh, I feel like kinda, I need to listen to all of them. <laughs> yeah, they're uh, man. I yeah, I should have told you guys that I that I did that one, but yeah, we can check it out. But that was our Halloween episode because we didn't really know what to talk about for Halloween. We didn't really want to just you know do the same thing, and we we're just like, man, let's talk about you know some movies, and we just um, agreed on cursed movies and. 
And there was one called uh, I brought up this one called Attic. I don't know how you, I think you spell it weird, but it's like Attic. And every person that read that script or filmed for that lead role died. What? There's five of them, right? So it's like Jim Belushi, uh, John Candy, um, oh, who, Chris Farley, and then two other people I don't know about, but. Yeah, they all they all got the lead role for that that same role and they were either like gonna sh- start shooting or they did shoot a couple scenes and they they all died I, I know the movie poltergeist has got like the old school like 80s movie mm-hmm. that's got it that's a that's a cursed film for sure yeah we talked like, about that one too that yeah so you know about that one um even even like the conjuring movies like that that girl that the young actress what's her name joey king mm-hmm. like have you ever heard her stories from the conjuring we kind of mentioned that movie but we never uh, talked about that i don't yeah think. she's she had some really weird experiences on the set of that like really weird like it like bothered her for like like she almost like quit because it was so bad mm-hmm. like as a kid because it messed with her so hard and it like went on so that's another one and like the Warrens, man, who those guys, those guys did some stuff. You ever like gone to their like actual website and seen it? No, I haven't. What's it like? Yeah. Ed, Ed and Lorraine Warren. It's like a super cheesy old school looking website. Like it looks like nothing good, but it's it's just like their <laughs> stories and stuff. And like I've heard like I, I mean, before I mean, Ed died a while ago, but and Lorraine just died. Not like, probably like in the last 10 years. But like I've heard stories with her and stuff and like things they went through were like the movies kind of dramatized them a little bit. But like their stories are really heavy. Like I was on that website for a while and I got like the ick and I was like, I got to get off this website. And it wasn't like good. It's not like a good website. It's just full of like really scary, scary stuff. Mm -hmm. But they they went through a lot of stuff. Man, yeah, I have to check that out. I didn't even know they had a website. That's yeah. I mean, I'm I don't know if it's still up. I'm assuming oh. it is. It's like super old looking. Like I said, it's like all like green and purple. And like, it's just like it's just like the weird script ones. Like some of the old websites just look scary. Like it's old. It's yeah. Like probably like one of the first websites ever made or something. But like they, they detail all their stories and they have like the pictures and like, you know, like you see the like you see like the stuff from Annabelle and it looks all gross and stuff. And it's literally just like a like a like a raggedy Ann doll. Mm-hmm. but like yeah. it's like in like a blessed case and like all the weird stuff that story is creepy have you heard the annabelle like the real annabelle story no i haven't heard the real one it's terrifying it's terrifying because it's so subtle but that's they such say a about sp- it? it it was like oh, i'm trying to i don't i'm gonna butcher it but like they somehow this lady ended up with a doll and like she knew that there was something weird in it and it, but it like hated her husband. And like, so it was like constantly messing with her. We just listen. There's a podcast. Um, there's a podcast called scared to death. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it is about that fucking podcast. Every time I listen to it, I get so creeped out. Like, it's like a very nice podcast. It's really good. Very well produced. Like a husband and wife. It's like a husband and wife. They, they seem super nice, but like the st- Every time I listen to it, something weird happens in my life or I'm just creeped out by it. But like, yeah, so Annabelle, yeah, it like hated the it hated the man 
and it was like he like couldn't sleep and then like sometimes it would like attack him and like he woke up like being strangled and like all this like weird stuff like it was like i said i don't remember like the full story but it was creepy 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 but they tell that story but like i don't know sometimes that stuff is just like it's so real but it's it's the subtlety of it it's what's the scary part you know what i mean mm-hmm. like the like the weird creaks in your house or like the subtle movement of things or like stuff falling down like i remember what i was listening to one of their scared to death podcasts because like there was like a topic they they usually do like a like three or like there's like two or three stories on each one and like we were like gonna do a story off of um the whistler the whistler and like it was like the last one and i like was listening to it driving my daughter back to college and we were just like it wasn't even about the whistler it was like about this kid that had like an imaginary friend that turned out to be like like a full-fledged demon man it was called man and we were listening to that and i was just like dude this this is like this story it almost sounded like a movie because it was so fantastic and i was like talking to my daughter because like she's experienced a lot like she's she actually has an episode we did an episode with her you should check it out she's got some good stuff my wife did one too both my wife and my daughter are like see see stuff and have experienced like a lot but anyway we were like i was like man like nothing weird happens around our house anymore i'm like kind of glad i feel like i'm kind of numb to it because i'm doing this podcast i drop her off at college we go home i like walk in the house i'm downstairs talking to my son and like like five minutes after i'm home just talking to him i hear this huge crash upstairs and i was like oh, okay and I think maybe it's like my other son, like throwing his toys around. And then like, like a second later, they walk in the door and we all go upstairs and like our mirror in our bathroom just like fell off the wall for no reason after listening to this podcast. So I was just like, okay, never mind. Just kidding. Leave my house alone. So I don't know. So I'm just like telling you all these stories. Do you guys ever get like people that say that listen to your podcast? weird stuff happens to them as they're listening to it or maybe after you guys ever have that or have had that margaret a little bit we have this one um friend who's been on our podcast a few times named mm-hmm. margaret and she's she's but she, i don't think she was just listening like she was actually like on the podcast with us mm-hmm. so i don't i don't know have you heard anybody i've i've had a few people like tell me that they're like oh you know i get really creeped out i can't listen to it at night like like some of those stories like people get really creeped out by like the people's stories you know mm-hmm. but uh, like more more often than not people are like man that happened to me or i had something like that it like triggers like a story for them mm-hmm. and then they and they want to like talk about it a lot of people will like like the first season we had like non-stop guests who were just like willing to jump on and then like towards the like the middle of the second, we just had like less and less people were like people will tell me their stories and want to come on. But then like something will happen. And they just don't come on. Hmm. So like I've had a lot of that where like people like cancel randomly and like I've had people like just straight up never talk to me again after like Probably like 10 different people. Yeah, 10 different people like will like start to like want to tell the story or like be like ready to do it. And then all of a sudden they just won't. Whoa. So I asked that because uh, we have people, I've, well, we had a few people say the same thing, you know, your, your podcast creeps us out or something, yeah. but I don't know. It's like, for me, it's like, if you listen to it, 
Like sometimes it gets real like deep and serious, but then like a joke will happen. And yeah, we yeah. joke around a lot. And that's I mean, what I, like, I think about with your friend that you said uh it's kind of what'd you say the fill-in? Oh Mike. He has a he has a joke. Like he he makes it kind of like a he joke or something. jokes a lot. Yeah. And um and that's what I was thinking about when you you when you told me that earlier, like because you know, we'll get into a story and we'll be talking like serious and then all of a sudden like we'll kind of end it well some stories will end up with like something funny you know and and i and i ask that because like i get like people like yeah because i tell people like it kind of just you know it brightens the mood up and these things are real that we talk about and and you know we have to have like a little bit of humor in there to kind of just you know like you know yeah break it up and then the vibes are good and everything and we all kind of just communicate well and you know we just laugh and joke around at some stuff but some people say like man you guys are funny like you guys are hilarious and there's other people that say man i can't listen to your show at night you know because it's so creepy Mm -hmm. and then there's then we've had a few people where it's like you know i listen i was listening to this on my speaker in my kitchen or something or my living room and then like you know something will move in another room or like something will slam yep yep and definitely had that yeah, we've had people like message us about that. And I'm like, for real, you know, and, and I even like asked on on the podcast one time, you know, because I was uh, have you guys ever heard of two girls, one ghost? Yeah, I listened to them. Yeah, I was listening to them like a while back and um, they had one episode where people were just like message emailing them saying like, man, we've we had these, you know, experiences listening to your podcast and. You know, it's like uh, paranormal stuff that goes on in our house as we listen to your show. And so I asked that on ours one time. I said, if you have any experiences like that, you know, um, let me know, because I want to know if like if uh, you're scared or if, you know, people say we're funny and you're just having a good time with us. And um, if you're just like uh, if you have any input or if you have a story yourself or like if you're listening to this, like in your car or in your in your headphones or whatever or on the speaker at your house and something weird happens so they let me know and people like responded and they're like yeah like i've had like somebody i think somebody said they even had a knock like somewhere oh. on the wall or something like that i can't remember but Dang. yeah that was i was like uh you better smudge i don't know you better smudge. <laughs> i don't smudge but i i anoint with oil that's my <laughs> that's my thing it's like, <laughs> it's like, <laughs> uh, I used to be like, I kind of, w- once in a while, my like 90s Christianity is what I call it, mm-hmm. jumps out and I'm just like, don't do that. You better not, you better do this. And then as I'm like r- wiping olive oil all over the place, like, I think anything you, I mean, this sounds not Christian, but like anything you do with faith keeps it out. It's your territory. You have to like claim it back. Yeah. You got to, yeah, you got to speak to them. Like, cause I think one time we had something in here. Like, I swear when we first moved here, my TV would come on at like two or 3 a.m. every night. And I would wake up at that time and I would see this blue light in our hallway. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, I woke up <laughs> and then I remember like creeping around in my house, like, because if somebody's in here then i'm gonna have to fuck them up or something and <laughs> and uh i'm just like you know creeping around and i'd look in the hallway and the tv's on 
and I like creep in and I'm looking around and I'm like, is somebody in here? And go in the front room and it's just on, like it's on the home screen. And I turn it off and that happened like uh, for a long time. And I just never like, you know, suspected it was paranormal. And finally, you know, it started getting to where I was hearing stuff in our laundry room and like different parts of the house. Like I was hearing like just, you know, creaks around the house that weren't that weren't normal. You know, like I don't hear I don't hear anything like that now. But I was just hearing like a lot of stuff and I swore I heard somebody talking and it was like, okay, well, I think there's something here. So I lit up, I smudged and I said, you know, if you know, you're bad, you know, you got to get out. You know, and I, I just said like, I do not want you here. And I just like smudged the house as much as I could. And I prayed and, you know, I just said, you know, you got to leave, you know, you can't be in here. And couple days later you know the tv never came back on i stopped hearing that stuff and you know it was whatever it was was out of here yeah that's good yeah that's it yeah our um our laundry room is always like the place i don't know why you know what i've heard i heard one person say this that like places where there's a lot of water are like like a like a portal almost Hmm. And if you think about it like that, your laundry room is where that happens. I know that sounds a little like woo woo, but like where your water heater is. Yeah. Like where it's like your water heater is there. Your air, like, you know, like all your water pipes, your main pipes are all in there, you know, like your main, you know, but I've heard people say that like, you know, they kind of convene near water almost like it's like a, um, I don't know what you'd call it, like a pass through or something. Mm -hmm. But it's true. Um, I remember I remember one time I was in our kitchen and I swear, cause our light was off in our laundry room and it's right near our, like it's like side by side by our kitchen. And man, I swear I seen like this shadow thing move in the corner of my eye in there. And I looked, I didn't see anything of course. So I just shrugged it off doing whatever I was doing. And I was moving around the kitchen. I went back to that same spot and it happened again. And I turned the light on. And nothing was there. And I was like, am I tripping? Or like, am I, you know, I wasn't tired. I was just like, am I tripping? Or is that like, I'm really seeing this thing. And something's happened. Yeah. Yeah. And so that makes sense too. Like, you know, that's, that's more good information to know about the water. (laughs) I, it does. it, It just seems to be like a point of entry somehow. I don't know how, I don't know what I mean. Like, drop some holy water into like your local cistern or what do you got to do? I don't know. What do you got to do? <laughs> but like, I know it sounds ridiculous, but like, no, same thing. Like for me, it's always stairs, like stairways. Like I have like a, like a bi-level house. Like you walk in and you can go downstairs or you can go upstairs. And like, it's always dark in my, like, you know, like you have, I have like an overhead light, but it's never on really. Mm-hmm. And like, I always get like a feeling that something is watching me from the stairs. Cause like you could like kind of creep down and like look into the, like our kitchen. Cause our kitchen's down like underground kind of like downstairs. Mm-hmm. And I'm always in my house. I'm like, there's something on that stairway and I've prayed and prayed and prayed and prayed and prayed and prayed and prayed. And like, even like my, my old roommate, which is actually his brother. He was like, he said that like, we used to live together before I was married. And like, he, 
whenever I wasn't home, weird stuff would happen to him. And when he wasn't home, weird stuff would happen to me. And like on many occasions, he would hear or see he like one time heard the front door open and shut and he heard footsteps upstairs and he was like calling for me. And I it was just like calling for me. And then like he like texted me. He was like, hey, are you home? And I'm like, no. And he's just like, all right, I'm out of here. And he just like <laughs> left and like went and hung out and like did something. And but it's like that front that area, dude. I don't know. It's always really cold. Like no matter what, like I've tried to like weatherproof it. It's just always cold right in that area. No matter mm-hmm. what I do. So we all got, we got something's up there. Damn. <laughs> uh, another episode we could, we need to tell like Robin, uh, or not, sorry, not Robin Russell. We need to tell you the, um, all your laundry, all your laundry room stories. Oh my gosh. The laundry room stories. Yeah, we'll have to get to that. But um we'll go ahead and cut it here. Um and just you know, thank you for coming on, guys. Uh, you're welcome back anytime. I loved our chats and looking forward to being on your show soon. So yeah, for sure. Yeah. When you're free, dude, let's do it. Yeah, I'll let you know and um let everybody know where to follow you and keep up with you and to watch everything you guys uh put out. Okay, cool. Yeah, so um, we're on Spotify, Apple, all all of your like major podcasting platforms. Uh, we have an Instagram, maybe it's spiritual. Uh, we have a TikTok. I believe it's like maybe underscore spiritual or wait, maybe wait, sorry, maybe underscore it's underscore spiritual eight one five. That's our TikTok. Um. But we're on there. Uh, we have a Gmail. Um, maybe it's spiritual gmail.com. You can, if you want to be on the show, hit us up, put us, put, send us an email um, or any of those platforms really. You can send me a message and we'll get it going. Uh, yeah, that's pretty much where we're at as of now. Awesome. So, everybody, go follow them, check them out, subscribe, rate, review their podcasts. Great podcasts. Uh, Check out Okie Podcast if you have not yet. It's available on Spotify, Apple, wherever you listen to podcasts. And check out the website, okipodcast.com. Um, check out Unsolved Mysteries of the Reservation as well. Available everywhere, Apple, Spotify. Uh, follow us on YouTube or subscribe to us on YouTube and follow us on TikTok at reservation underscore mysteries. And yeah, so thank you for coming on. And until next time, everybody, peace. Thanks for having us. Yeah, thanks for having us on.